I've literally now locked myself in my room. What's up, everybody? Yay! Yay. Pepper locked himself in. <laughs> That's right. It's step one to starting your podcast is literally lock yourself into a room so no one can stop you. <laughs> Good. No, Billy, no. Are you making a podcast in there? Kong, 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 kong. <laughs> Billy, it's not too late. Kong, kong, kong. Turn off the recording equipment. <laughs> you don't have to wash your socks yourself anymore. It's good. I guess the ultimate cop escape, like what level of an apartment do you think is, is the best in terms of keeping the cops from hassling you? Do you think it's more a high floor or like a, a like triple sub basement? Uh, high, floor. high floor, no elevator. No. <laughs> well, and honestly... Depending on where you are, if you're on a high floor and in the lowest of income neighborhoods, the cops don't care. They'll just find someone to burn your goddamn building. <laughs> just burn it down. Well, if it's Philadelphia, they'll just actually air raid your fucking block. <laughs> these things happen constantly. Is, these things happen because the cops do them. <laughs> Hey, uh, this things. is kind of a, this will be a, a cool cross-continental thing. I'm in Arizona. You guys are in Illinois. But we recently, when you go to the like the checkouts at our things, they've re-put up the signs from uh, like March, April, May, where it was like one toilet paper thing like per person or like two per family or whatever. And they just keep adding more highlighter. Like we're doing that again. Mm. Oh, God. Like, is it happening there for you? Oh, like, yeah. Toilet paper's gone. Did it ever go away? Oh yeah, the suburbs stopped. We 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 stopped caring hard. <laughs> somebody complained about caring? no. Somebody complained about lines once, and then we stopped having lines. <laughs> okay. <laughs> the city council got together and said no lines. Yeah. All right. Stop for a second. Xander Alkali, yes. go to voice mm -hmm. and video in Discord in settings. Okay. Turn off noise suppression. The codec. Hardware acceleration. Give us the raw dog signal because Discord's like, let me help you. So my alkali and I love when you take them. How about it? Oh, okay. It's, and it's 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 Discord doing it. Like it's not your mic. It's just Discord's like, oh, you're trying to have a conversation. Let me put that shit in a triangle choke and <laughs> make it as hard as possible. You remember like original Skype where you could just have the worst conversation and everyone's tech would explode. The worst conversation, both because you're using Skype, so it's the year 2002, so it's already probably <laughs> a pretty shitty conversation. But also the worst conversation in terms of tech, mm. where it would just be like, welcome to Skype. <laughs> Thank you. It was a nice call. I'll see you guys next week. <laughs> and now we have Discord, which is the opposite. It's like the over-aggressive bouncer that's just kicking out every, like it won't let anyone in. It's just, oh. Oh, you get no signal at all. <laughs> awesome. Discord, with, with all of its uh, powers behind it, has allowed even racists with dial-up to get their message across yeah, discord your shit discord <laughs> even with your shit internet they'll hear your slur <laughs> oh god <laughs> they they can tell if it was a hard or soft er oh jeez <laughs> are we in the podcast yet i don't even know yeah man this is it All this right. is the start yeah you can't maybe tell, but you can't <laughs> We're already on the politics train, just like real life. We're there, you don't even know it. That's how things are going to go, is eventually there will be so many podcasts that you'll just be like talking to someone, and then mid-conversation you'll realize, oh no, 
we're recording a podcast right now, aren't we? <laughs> or retroactively, you could with the memory uh, black mirror chip in your head. Hold on. I mean, oh, yeah. isn't this just midnight gospel at this point? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> everything can be a podcast if we can record everything at a split second. That'll be the next uh, terrifying leap in technology I'm predicting. Mm, I kind of want to live in acid world. That'd be fine. Yeah. We can just re- Frick, who's the guy who, he had a couple of, he was doing big, I say this past tense, it's still happening. I can picture this guy's fucking face. He's a YouTube person, and he made a, a documentary, quote unquote, about like Jake Paul, like at, right after he did the Suicide Forest thing, and oh, everyone was geez. like, wow, and it exploded YouTube, and because, uh, oh, look at this, and his editing is all very reality show, spooky music in the back to make shit seem very uh. intense when really not that much is happening. But he kept doing that, and you know you're trying to ride your because that thing like broke YouTube when the, when the Paul documentary came out, and everyone's like, "Wow, look at all these interviews with this guy." And then you know you got to keep that hype going. So they had one. It's like, "Oh, look at these mystery tech shit that's happening. This is all spooky too, right?" And what they were doing was, you know, for a while, when it was people could hear you before you answered your iPhone. You guys remember that? Yes. No. What? I was like the the call screen would come up, like you'd make the call, and the audio would just start going through like whether you'd answered or not essentially <laughs> holy <laughs> so, crap like, you know it's just like a tech issue it's like oh it turned it, it thought you like answered the call like part of the phone while the rest of it didn't i guarantee you that was not an accident that was the algorithm going what's every phone call as soon as you connected it has to auto balance your <laughs> levels and delay to get it right so someone went well what if we just do it ahead of time they're not saying anything important anyway it's like Discord. <laughs> <laughs> They're doing the same thing. They're fucking auto shitting everybody. So you're like, oh, I can't just get a regular ass phone call anymore. It has to go through 45 Instagram filters on my voice. <laughs> <laughs> But they were losing their minds, and there's a because co- they were just calling each other on the same route, like it, different parts of the house. Like, could you hear me? I said this before. What did I say? Like testing it basically, and essentially what they were walking around their house, ghost stories, spooking themselves about is a concept called pre-roll recording, which is a thing in pr- like recording software. Mm-hmm. Where essentially it's just always on, sort of. So then when you press record, bam, like when you hit that button, it's just constantly recording like one second and then deleting it. Then one second and deleting it. So then when I eventually hit record, if I had ha- if I like ran over to the console because somebody started a fucking awesome guitar solo and I like slapped the record button, it will pre-roll a couple seconds. Yeah. So then afterwards I can hit stop and pull that little bar back and ha ha ha, it recorded one second before. You hit record just for situations like that. It sounds like a similar technology to Absolutely. that, but in a phone. Yeah, they did. You know what I mean? Yeah, because they do have that for games. For certain, uh, oh, Xbox yeah. has that for like you can you can tell your Xbox record that, and it's actually kind of creepy. I'm like, what if I had this for life? I mean, come on, you you think it? Yeah, you're walking around like, man, what did I say? Okay, roll back the footage. Yeah, <laughs> but you know what? By giving everyone that access, we get cheaper airline tickets. So it's a really a double edged sword. Hey. Let's really be honest. You got your personal drone for your instant replay for the third angle. I mean, like. You just need constantly. Everyone's <laughs> got to have a drone for Christmas. This is the next thing. Drones for Christmas. Drones for Christmas. <sighs> Welcome to Last Minute Dang. Politics, everybody. Welcome to our hell world. <laughs> Thank you. Today we have, I am Pepper Coyote. Who, uh, we got Xander. Hi. Say something, Xander. I am Xander, the blue. We have Dragor, who's being kind of just cowed out of talking right now. Look, <laughs> I got to be honest talking. with you. Y'all went down a dark territory, and I'm sitting there going... Y'all have Alexa in your house. 
That is True. recording at all times. It hears, I don't. There are Amazon employees who have heard your fucked up shit, and they have to sit there and go, should I make a report on this, or should I just talk <laughs> about this in therapy? They hear my fucked up shit and then go, hmm, could I sell this guy a rake? <laughs> 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 How do I get this schlub to Home Depot? (laughs) That's the thing. We have like dark mirror technology, but it's used just to like get you to buy more gum. Absolutely. (laughs) I want to get paid in gum. (laughs) I remember that commercial. Alkali, what are the ads that piss you off when you're like, oh, fuck you, when they're like personalized? Oh, every ad now. Yeah, right? Because because we have the ability to stop watching advertisements, when I see them, I feel insulted. I, I do. I feel bad with you. I'm with you. <laughs> Alkali's got the music mix on. I was like, hey, do you want some Chinese food? Like, aw. How stupid and fat do you think I am? Yeah. And then I look down and go, fuck, it knows. Yeah, it's just constant Panda Express on fucking uh, whatever... What, what no, no, it was use? Constant Panda Express. Then every time you and I started driving somewhere while listening to Pandora, we talked about how much we hate Panda Express. <laughs> and then we all of a sudden stopped hearing advertisements for Panda Express. And I long for the days of the Panda. At least they were food advertisements. Now I get taxes. Oh, oh no. See, I have turned off all of my, like, responsive ad stuff, so now the only... I don't get targeted ads, so I just get Mm. whatever. So it just seems to be the same picture over and over. I didn't recognize it till like, the 20th time because it's really zoomed in. I'm like, what am I actually looking at? But it's just a picture of a cashew on fire, and it says, empty your bowels in under 10 minutes. And I'm like, (laughs) what is this? I only only point this out because I have gotten that ad and that, but okay, instead of a cashew on fire, it's like a a cut in half ginger root and they're just showing like the end, like the newly cut end of the ginger root in the same text, empty your bowels every day in under 10 minutes. I'm like, do I, am I just like talking about like constipation at all times? That's not. Well, hold on. That's that's (laughs) not an issue in my life right now that I'm like talking out loud about for sure. You just said that you turned off all of your filters. That means the only thing they know about you is that they know that you don't want filters. You're a sick want. individual. They're going to send you a flaming cashew and talk about constant. They figured you out, motherfucker. They figured you out when you turned shit off. Oh. My first thought is like, if you smoke a cashew, will it make you shit your pants? Is that what they're telling me can you smoke a Next cash on Mythbusters? And will it do like what? Hey, Adam Savage, we we've got a oh. thing for shit with test. ginger root. If I rub it on my like, if I rub ginger root on myself, like <laughs> what? That's one hell of a way to celebrate No Nut November. Just smoke <laughs> that cashew. Smoke a fucking cashew. I smoked a cashew, shit my brains off, and didn't masturbate. I hate this month. <laughs> <laughs> I feel no net November during quarantine is just asking for like a school shooting. Like, <laughs> you're just fucking at- <laughs> You're just you, in your house you angry about puzzle, whatever. Pepper. I am. <laughs> They're just trying to up those shootings. Uh, Seriously, 
every like white supremacy proud boy i'm including them specifically jordan peterson ass oh, like any of these weird like how to live your life right wing shits they always yeah. involve stop jerking off they're always like you're not allowed to jerk off like that's a part of all of them why like i gotta go pump some weight or something productive (laughs) because it's ungodly it's a waste of effort it's not making a baby how dare you it comes from but yeah it's a lot of wasted effort it's at some point (laughs) hey this is all i'll say on the piece of shit that is jordan peterson did you see the latest still where uh clean your room asshole has a messy fucking background he doesn't follow what he preaches Go for it, Xander. You do. Sorry. Oh, do yeah. Jordan, for those who don't know, Jordan Peterson is a guy who got popular on the Joe Rogan podcast saying, clean your room. Be responsible. Christians are great. Wait, what? And then that's how it gets into the whole personal <laughs> responsibility thing. Oh, he was going so well there. And then he got on an all meat diet and got really depressed and got hooked on benzos and then got on a coma that his daughter got him into in the Russians. And now he's back. Hold on. Wait, wait, wait. To be clear, coma isn't like some abbreviation of a cult that his daughter got him into. I forgot about that part. He had to (laughs) pursue like extra, not extra, I want to say extra judicial, but that isn't the right kind of, he had Hmm. to go get a medical procedure done somewhere else that he's like, oh, I got to do this. So he went to like, not, was it Russia or somewhere near Russia to Uh get put into a medically induced coma? Like he voluntarily was like, you know what? Shit is fucked. Put me in a coma. And his daughter's like, yeah, no problem. <laughs> what now. the fuck? So now his new book is back is, is back for twelve more rules to not get hooked yeah. on benzos and be put on a self-induced coma in Russia. Apparently, well, Xander, what's his book called? Twelve rules. Twelve to, rules for life yeah. by Jordan Peterson. He's it's supposed to be a. It looks like a self-help thing, and all the self-help shit that Jordan Peterson talks about, for the most part isn't like bad advice it's essentially how to survive under capitalism it's like you know look like a presentable businessman and go in and like look what you know what the fuck you're talking about and don't be a fucking slob all the time i'm like all right like that's fine i get like (laughs) they lose me with the don't blame the system and and you have to take personal responsibility for everything that's happening in your life right now also jesus is the way also jesus is the way it does just become like boring conservative Christian values after you really get into it, which is the most disappointing it, part. It's letting <laughs> it's letting the powerful off the hook. It's letting those who like set up the system like, oh, you, yeah, that's fine. You do. He's you. trying to get math nerds into conservative Christianity. Yeah, you're and not it's wrong. working. Yeah, it, it takes the, oh, I, I'm a programmer and I work on computers and I can fix problems. <laughs> no. oh, I'll fix the problem known as myself. And eventually the problem gets fixed by finding Jesus, I guess. No, they don't get math nerds. That's not how this works. Nothing plus nothing ever equals God. We checked. <laughs> Trust me. Tons of equations, parentheses, nothing. Uh. As the great po- scientist once posited, nothing but nothing leaves nothing. That guy's hair was amazing. <laughs> Do you remember with the bouncing piano? Holy crap. What? See, you were alive for this. I just noticed because yeah. it was probably on like a Twix commercial in 2002. Uh, dude. That is so sad. Look up that, that music. <laughs> that guy has the biggest bouncing, happiest afro you've seen in your life. Yeah, it's pretty, gro- pretty glorious. You know you're looking at a great song when, when you Google nothing from nothing? 
the first result is just a YouTube still of <laughs> a 45 that says Billy Preston on it. <laughs> You're like, oh, this is an old song. Okay. Oh, <laughs> like, you got you got Pep already. You got him on board. Holy shit, he there loves, is. He yeah, does have some great hair. Oh it's my huge. god, Billy Preston's hair. <laughs> <laughs> I tell no lies. Only surpassed by the beard. It's kind of all the same thing at the end there. <laughs> nice. I don't know if you name episodes, but oh my god, Billy Preston's hair might be a perfect name. <laughs> it's yes. probably gonna be it. <laughs> yeah, I like it. <laughs> Billy Preston's right. hair gives me hope. There you go. <laughs> it's just, it gives me a smile. Okay, Xander, so you make the thumbnails, right? After yeah. this, you've got to edit in fucking Billy Preston's oh, head. 100%. Like, that's got to be on the thumbnail. Like, you know, just Fuck instead you, of the- Biden. Fuck you, Trump. It's all about Billy Preston. <laughs> just have two Hell Billy yeah. Preston pictures. i not even a joke. Everybody, <laughs> if you enjoy the thumbnail you're seeing right now, and it is Billy Preston's head, this is it, why. It will right. be. <laughs> So last like <laughs> housekeeping thing, we have a PayPal. If you guys want, it costs us $9 a month mm. to be on Spotify or whatever service you're listening to this on, unless it's YouTube, in which case that is free. But if y'all go to paypal.me <laughs> backslash last minute politics, you will get there. Let me try it right now. Last minute. Oh, there it is. You and then there'll it. be a picture of a uh, picture of the clock. It'll have my real name on it. Hey, if you want to find out my real name, give us some fucking money. Nine dollars nah. a month keeps us going. Subscribe That's to us terrible. on Pepper. YouTube. On Twitter, we are last minute poll. P-O-L. Please follow us there. Tell all your friends. Get us some fucking listeners. You're making the hey, CIA's the jobs too easy. Making this <laughs> Larry, NSA, as you're listening to this, actually, no, the NSA can't listen to this because the Patriot Act did not get renewed by our wonderful progressive president Obama. Remember what? how Obama Southland Tales lied to me? What are you talking Rem- about? <laughs> Remember how Obama <laughs> let the, pre- the Patriot Act expire because it was a George W. Bush overreach of executive branch authority and it was uh-huh. bad, and the Democrats said how bad it was, so Obama got rid of it. Uh-huh. Dragor, fill in what I'm not saying. <laughs> Oh, the part where uh, Obama expanded all of the drone strike what? stuff that Bush originated. Oh, what? <laughs> that that Obama has at least one known American citizen death overseas, basically an extrajudicial killing. Yeah, but they're probably a terrorist, strikes. so who even cares? And I will it, say exactly. Obama did extend the, the <laughs> Nintendo War as he pulled back the troops. That is definitely part of the plan. The Extendo War. So, okay, it the was. joke we're making is that President Trump is actually the person who allowed the well, Patriot Act to expire. <laughs> which is mean we love with her drone army. That was basically like Obama's term. Yeah. He came with oh. his drone army. We, bro- we pulled out so many people. <sighs> And wow, he just yeah. fucking went crazy. And that's fu- it's and, like but, we but to be fair, Trump did do four times that. So you got to be careful with that shit. Trump Pen- did not start any new forever wars. Not, I don't think on purpose. I don't think he came in and he's like, I am a great diplomat who will eliminate the forever. War. Like he says on TV, he wants to stop the wars, but he doesn't actually mean it. But <laughs> through, through some combination of shit, it didn't yeah. fucking happen, did it? <laughs> it's I know. not all at war with okay, To be fair, it's the war against us at home. But, you know, like, let's go with what the Republicans said. The Republicans didn't build any cages. 
We simply used the cages. <laughs> they used them really bad. I mean, come on. But there's like, something to that. You can't just completely ignore it. It's like, yeah, you're right. Obama did fucking build those cages, and the Democrats left open all these windows for a shitty president <sighs> to use, because maybe we shouldn't have a president. I don't want to get into all that shit, though. And like, it's, it's all about... It's hard to say you didn't make, like... He made the cages like you throw families in there and separate them. That's a little different. But oh, like him not making the cages in no way excuses the use of the cages. Yeah. But he's right. He did not make the cages and he did not leave the legal loophole open for those cages to be used in that way. Which isn't to say that Trump is off the hook of in any way, but it does it does put the Democrats on the hook for okay why'd you do that you knew it could be done with that language you put in the legislation so why did you do that? people like cages pepper god they damn do. it and they hate mexican <laughs> children i guess <laughs> like <laughs> pedro love Deserved cages it. hate immigrants that's the new policy oh fuck <laughs> so xander you have our first cages. topic for today yeah i sure do uh no i said that wrong down. dragor that's how yeah, it's dragor does dragor that's you have the how first it's spelled <laughs> You have the first topic for today. Uh, what are we talking I about? I don't. Uh, we're making it about furry, the gig economy, and furry. Uh, yeah, maybe. So basically, anytime you're doing art commissions and what have you, if the person you're commissioning, that's all they do, they're basically in the gig economy. Mm-hmm. Yay! And this <laughs> this came up uh, while we were playing Doom of all things. You're you're an artist person. You're doing the gig economy. Even though you Obamacare is a thing, you struggle with bills and uh, that out of pocket high deductible can fuck you at any given instant. And the thing is and so I, it does. And then suddenly you need to open for rush commissions to make the bills. But then oh no, you fall behind on commissions. And then you fall behind on bills. And it does this perpetual cycle. Mm-hmm. And so then you have basically two people as your clients, you have the one person who, oh, that sucks. I understand, but, you know, I'm lucky. This is fine. And then you have the other person who they scraped and saved for months to get their one commission. Hmm. And their one commission gets tanked by bullshit. How do we deal with this? This happens in furry all the time. You bring up commissions, and there is at least one person in your group that's going to rage spike because they've had that happen at least once. Oh, just this unrestricted bullshit space where this is constantly happening? Yeah, I don't know how you Federal that. regulation. Oh, thank you, Alkali. You figured it out. That's why it exists in the first place, to get around regulations. That's like the whole point of the gig economy. Hell, (laughs) the funny thing, Dragger, is like we as furries have been to the gig economy first. This is like we kind of grew up with it, and then like the rest of the world kind of came into it as we had been doing it for a while. So we're in an interesting position, don't you say? as far as being familiar with the pitfalls of what you were just describing. Like, it doesn't matter if it's fucking, uh, we're talking about rent or fucking coming under the taxi business or just commissions. Like, it's all about getting around those regulations that would solve these things in the first place. So well, like, what's what's the what's one of the I don't Xander and or Pepper and or Alkali. I don't know if y'all grew up with this, but I grew up with my dad would always comment about how plumbers 
carpenters, you know, anything, any, any service like that you would hire yourself, he always, my dad always said, you know, and if you can and you can trust the person, get someone who will take cash <laughs> because they don't want to pay taxes. They can just keep it all. <laughs> and there was never this, like, growing up, this acknowledgement of you're not paying taxes out of any nefarious reason. It's mm. you just get to keep more and you can make yourself better off by doing that. Yeah. Did, did either did any of you all grow up with that? Yes. Yeah, it's the small time version of what the big mis- businesses do, like exactly. legally. Like, you know, like they do the same shit, but they make specific special rules so the big boys can do that kind of shit. The small time guy, yeah, under the table payments is the closest you get. Absolutely. It's, it's almost we it's almost like we all understand where all the money is and that we should <laughs> just give a little bit more for this guy. Yeah. Hey, There's here's that... all right. Here's a thought. Uh, universal basic income and having all your basic needs met mm-hmm. would likely drastically change the furry commission landscape. Oh, of course. Doing like, anything like that, once you get into that realm where a, a person doesn't have to ever feel like their back is against the wall, increases not only productivity, but the literal quality of what is coming out. Could you imagine what the furry fandom would produce? If no one needed to worry about their basic needs and they took on real pet projects. Yeah. I mean, me and Xander were able to create that silly uh, uh, Dragget DST3K. That was a pet project of ours. We were able to do that because while I was working, Xander was at home and he knew that everything was at a good point. He was Mm -hmm. able to just work on that project. And in the end, we made a movie. Like, yeah. that is what we accomplished. Imagine the people that really have some of these out there wonderful talents, what they would do if that was taken care of. And it's a shame that it's not. It really is. I, I would actually redirect and say, forget the outliers of amazingness and go with Joe Schmo, who kind of wants to draw, maybe. <laughs> or me, for example. Part of the reason I commission... I get so many commissions is not just liking the style of others, but I can't even do it myself. I don't have the time to learn just enough to make what I want for me Mm. because I have a day job and I have medical bills and a mortgage and you know, the list goes on. No, absolutely. Like what, what do you hire out? Think, think about what either in furry specifically you spend money on in the fandom what would you not spend money on if you could just take the time and do it yourself? The furry is in a weird position to they can't we can't obviously can't all do that, mm, but right. part of the reason that furry has the amount of cool shit in it and the amount of art the 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 fact that we have our own little I've heard someone say micro economy the furry micro economy oh I like, like we kind of have that right oh like, the furry stock market is coming oh, baby yeah. from from like right. the nineties on alkalize it I got his attention. Like if you're listening to this and you are not in the fandom, I'm pr- I can say with a quite a bit of confidence that you have never commissioned commissioned anything. Like yeah. <laughs> never in your in your everyday life do you commission. Who, who has PayPal? <laughs> Furries and people on eBay. That was it. That yeah, was it for a long time. So there's enough furries that are, like, since we have a slightly higher queer population than the average, we have, in general, fewer people have nuclear families, and Mm -hmm. you have a a relatively high concentration of, like, a drag, I don't mean to, like, describe you in a disparaging way, but we have, like, (laughs) tech dudes who have some extra money, 
and they I can am very much that, stuff. yes. So, Alkali, I said, it's amazing what happens when your back isn't up against the wall. Furry is kind of an example where eh, a, high, a much higher percentage than usual of people don't have their backs against the wall. And since we have enough, like, I, I say tech dudes, there are tech ladies who do the same thing. But for the most part, let's be fucking real. It's mostly dudes. Dudes. That's how the industry dudes runs. is, hey, dudes yeah. is non-binary, goddammit. <laughs> I, I, I throw back to Bill and Ted <laughs> I, as my I do I, yeah, throw authority. dudes is non binary and it as it should be i think that's just feels can be gender uh, neutral but yeah. it's mostly male presenting it's mostly cis ah, males who, who make all this true. money gay cis males but for Fucking the most part yeah so they they have not only have that freedom for themselves but they kind of create that freedom in that they are just able to throw a shit they can go you know what that commission to piece is going to be extremely high detail and a bunch of work here's two g's for it take a month and work on only that like here's Seriously. your bills paid for it and i love how the number i threw out for this insane high number is two thousand dollars for one month which is a normal ass amount of money for someone to like that's not that's not shooting for the stars even that's that's your your twenty four thousand a year you can live on that money and to me it feels like a fortune but we kind of create that space where people can go off and make a freaking completely perfect world of warcraft worgen and blow everybody's <laughs> mind like <laughs> a rando furry made. i don't know <laughs> whether cool. or not we have to convince people that people won't shut down and do no work whatsoever i know that's out there you know that's out there alkali Absolutely. just that idea that people are just your co-workers you're like people oh why would they do anything at all. What Xander's <laughs> referring to is the idea of universal basic income absolutely shutting down the job market. And people don't understand Maslow's hierarchy of needs. You just want more things, and you, you don't stand still as people. The and idea that people wouldn't get jobs on universal basic income. Like, we're very clear. It's even in the name. It's your basic necessities. Do you want to do anything? Go do something with your... You're not going to just sit there. You're, you're touching on something weird because it's partial of a uh, lack of uh, creativity. Like, my dad says he doesn't know what he's going to do when he retires. And I'm... Like you said, Dragger, you have a laundry list of things that you could think you'd, you you want to learn or do, right? Xander and I... And this is like the, the big, bold, galaxy brain version of it where universal basic income and immortality are basically the same conversation. Yes. Do you have the imagination enough to... Like, people... Anyone who says, oh, I don't want to live forever, confuses me. Because I can think of thousands of lifetimes worth of things I would just want to go try if there was no consequence for doing it. Yeah. Like... Fuck yeah, I'd throw myself at all sorts of goofy shit. Why our living I? conditions fuck up the idea of... That's why people say they don't want to live forever. Because you look at what life is for nah. most people on the whole planet. And no, no one wants to do that forever. <laughs> right? I don't want to fucking work forever. I want to eventually be able to stop and have some fucking fun. And they've just decided, oh, you got to hit at least 65 and you got to have a certain job. And then you get like five whole years where your body still works as long as you didn't have a blue collar <laughs> job. Hope you didn't have a blue collar job. We have no oh. knees, elbows or joints anymore. And then you get like a weekend to have enjoy life and then you fucking die. And that shit costs 20 grand, too. <laughs> yeah. 
You're not wrong. 20 grand. That is the cheapest funeral I've ever heard of. Uh, well, I'm not grand. in Chicago. Oh, <laughs> okay. These, these I gotta throw my death party for my friends. <laughs> Look, I've got so a tin dumb. of Folgers, and we have to drink the coffee before we can put the ashes in it. Oh, <laughs> but, my God. <laughs> that should be the party. Is you fuck? Oh, my God. You're right. You have a party where you keep drinking this coffee until you empty <laughs> the tin. Everyone's wired as shit, screaming about the person who's dead or anything. Who cares? <laughs> no, no, no. You drink all the coffee, and then at some point, someone's going to scream and kill the person that needs to die. <laughs> Yo, this is a small shout out, unsponsored. Oh, sponsored, what the fuck? There's this lady, Caitlin with a C, Caitlin Dowdy, D O U G H T Y. Why does she have two names I can't fucking spell? But they're on YouTube. They are a mortician and they will help you figure out the best way to not waste an insane amount of money on a funeral. Delightful channel. Go watch it. Do you want to be a tree? You can be like Captain Planet, turning you into a tree. You can be Yo, a fucking natural tree. burial. That's Home so cool. funerals. So cool. Your ass, the minimum you got to buy is a fucking cardboard box for them to cremate you in, and that is it. You can get your a pretty nice funeral down to the $5,000 range, and that's if you want to actually hire somebody. I, I still stand by uh, turning portions of your ashes into diamonds and then passing down the family pendant of sure. dead people diamonds is how you bring magic back into the world. It is. <laughs> okay, no, that's solid. That's solid. I'm a proponent of shooting off into space because I truly believe that the only way for this species to survive is for us to be a two-planet species, which means due to the gravitational pull of random shit out there, there's a good chance I'm going to whip around and eventually hit the window of a goddamn spaceship. And I just want them to have to put windshield wipers on spaceships because of my fat, bloated ass. Oh. Corpses. <laughs> the corpse wipers. <laughs> just, just randomly, what the fuck was that? I don't know. <laughs> Well, never mind. Well, look, you got to think farther. You got to think about like you know how the Dune books takes take place over like ninety thousand years or yeah. something. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like, you got to think years in the future where now we're using all these space corpses as like a, a form of fuel. So you got to like oh. get near the orbit of some planet to scoop up some corpses to power your ship to get to the next corpse planet. Oh. <laughs> I'm such an alcoholic. My fuel would burn so weird. <laughs> Your col the color changes. All right, I have a segment. I got to keep this shit moving because wrestling yeah, starts soon. And we got <laughs> 35 minutes. We have 35 minutes. Speaking of okay. which. This is a segment called Is It Socialism? Where yeah. I will describe a problem and then all of us get a brief amount of time to give us what their solution would be <laughs> to this kind of shit. And I'm not going to say anything to influence anyone's... And I will go last because I definitely have my thing... Wonderful. I never have my solution in mind when I pick, all right, the, all right. pick the thing. So here's the situation. Here's the thing that happened very recently. This is reading from uh, Addie Robertson at The Verge. I'm stealing their article here. A major Super Smash Bros. tournament is canceling plans to move online amid the coronavirus pandemic following a legal order by Nintendo. <gasps> blah, blah, Nintendo hates <laughs> you. <Okay. laughs> oh, no. As, 
As po- oh no, as Martin Polygon <laughs> reports, the Big House, typically one of the year's biggest smash competitions, announced yesterday that it's shutting down its early December event and offering refunds. The Big House is heartbroken. This is a quote. To sh- <laughs> it's heartbroken to share we've received a cease and desist from Nintendo. So this isn't Nintendo just being like, "Hey, don't do this." This is Nintendo saying, "We have the lawyers, and if you do the thing, you are going to court with us." Mm-hmm. The organizers wrote on Twitter, "We are forced to." comply with the order and cancel the big house online nintendo objected here's the specific thing you might be like oh what is it is this some copyright blah, blah, blah. it is copyright but they objected to the organizers using a, a software called slippy s-l-i-p-p-i so like open source people on the internet dragor and his friends have figured out how to <laughs> make gamecube titles and other stuff like that like playable online if you're watching like the game grumps right now like how the fuck are they playing mario party 4 over the internet slippy they're using slippy or something like it it takes pirated <laughs> roms of old games oh, and lets I you learned. do multiplayer online which it is he, oh, well yeah. uh, to interject having the rom itself isn't necessarily piracy there's a lot of stuff for it but it's generally varying forms of illegal to create one but once you have one and it is off of a physical media you own, that is still legal, and then the rest is gray area. It's not ah. even that the ROMs that they're mad about. It's just Slippy itself is what Nintendo cites in their loss in their like, you know, cease and desist shit. The 2001 GameCube title is a mainstay of the competitive Super Smash Bros. Uh, ter- uh, like scene, and translating its hyper-fast gameplay from an in-person tournament requires unofficial modding. The company hasn't actually sold Melee or the GameCube for over a decade. In 2013, Hmm. Nintendo ordered Evo, the world's largest fighting game tournament, to shut down a planned Melee event. And that is not because of fucking Slippy. Nintendo just doesn't like anyone doing anything that isn't officially Nintendo. Before quickly reversing its decision. So it's not a surprising move for the company, but its approach to copyright has hindered taking a long-running event online at a time when there is no other option. We are in pandemic, and Nintendo could not be cool for a single fucking tournament anyway (laughs) who would like to solve this so Uh, the issue at hand so i've got two really quick and then alkali you go uh first fuck nintendo and just don't play their shit (laughs) (laughs) like there are open source games or other companies that are more open to this and like yes it happened to be a great time i was a diehard melee player Mm -hmm. and you know what Fuck them. I'm a I was a diehard Diablo 2 person and Blizzard is okay with a lot of Chinese human rights violations, so fuck them. Like there are other things out there. It's not like you only have melee to choose from. So whatever. That's true. Uh, and then the other answer/flip side is you can be really daring and make them go to court, but that requires a lot of time and resources to fight something that is worth fighting. You would likely get the EFF, the Electronic Frontier Foundation, or Foundation Frontier. What? EFF. <laughs> they would likely get the EFF on their side uh, to fight this heavily if they believed it was like actually winnable. Mm. Most notably, Lindsay Ellis had got the EFF representing her in a bunch of things. They're, they side with a lot of open source or like right to hack. We talked about the right to repair your tractors and trailers. Sure. This is a software thing in that similar realm of like people not being allowed to... Like how you can fucking battery in an iPhone. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so that's me. I'm done rambling now. Alkali or Xander, what's your solution? You go, Alkali. Here, here's the... Dragger, you've got the right idea with, yes, you can do something else for that time. 
but the problem goes much farther than that. It's on the last line of the article. It's approach to copyright. It's the copyright law. You cannot own something forever. Yes, you do need to own it for the amount of time that it takes you to make back the money that it took to create the object. Yes, copyright should not go away, but copyright has to end. It wouldn't be a problem if they had a different game to do now for their tournament, knowing that this game would be available to them when the copyright expires in a normal time period, you know, seven years, not Disney time. You just brought up in part why they are bringing up the suit, and it's not because they're modifying the thing. They were looking for any reason. So there's multiple Smash Brothers games. The GameCube one is called Melee. Their latest one, which you can play online, is called Ultimate, and it's on the Switch. They canceled the Ultimate Tournament as well because basically, fuck Nintendo. If you want to be a shithead about one, you're going to be a shithead about all of them. (laughs) Because, okay, what was their reasoning for the... Oh, no, I'm sorry. What what, what did they cite as the reason for canceling the Ultimate one? The Tournament canceled all of it because if you can't do one don't do all of them and i personally agree with the moral decision to do so if nintendo wants to oh, be a fuck oh. you're getting it all canceled oh yeah nintendo absolutely. has now canceled the nintendo whole tournament. didn't tell them they couldn't do an ultimate one i don't think they specifically did that i don't know if not but that's why i bring up the that's why i left in that paragraph about in 2013 they ordered evo not to do it in 2013 they weren't using slippy they were sitting in a room with game cubes made by nintendo with a disc made by nintendo and they still had a problem with that. Yeah, yeah. All right, Xander, what's your thing? Sorry, this this is a segment, so we're meant to be. We're not, I don't no, get as, okay. as in it's depth okay. on this. Um, <laughs> the, it sounds like I'm about to shit on Dragger, but I swear to God, it's not. Do it, shit on. We have to start fighting, guys. You got to start picking your oh, favorites. Oh, big fights, yeah. The audience at home needs to go fuck Xander and I love Dragger or the opposite. It's it's more of an asterisk. <laughs> it's more of an asterisk on the not buying people's shit. Like, I do so because it makes well. Morally, it makes me feel good. But seriously, like, I, I'm not going to get cyberpunk because fuck them. Like, I experienced <laughs> that. I experienced the working conditions that created that. So I'm not going to take part in that. You know, that's I'm not as delusional enough to think that's going to make a huge impact as far as their bottom line. I know that. But complaining online is not worthless. <laughs> Like what we're doing right now, letting people know that Nintendo fucked up, that their copyright attitude is shit and it continues to be shit. Keep bringing it up. Keep and reminding them of them. Remember when you couldn't put Nintendo shit on YouTube? That's gone. Yeah. Now you can just do it. Right. Everybody shit on Nintendo for three years. And if they're going to continue to be <laughs> shitty, don't let it go. Like I used to I, I used to think that complaining online was worthless, blah, blah, blah. Jim Sterling kind of turned me away from that and actually pointed to many times where the consumers were like, we're not okay with this. And it actually, it, it, there is a tide. There, it, it's not worthless to keep bringing these up. Like, especially if you are involved in the competitive scene, like, like Dragger actually dabbles. I know you do, right? I entered several uh, melee tournaments when I was in college. Yeah. So uh, I don't know how you solve that. Alkali's got a great idea with the copyright thing. I mean, that's just a huge problem. Like, Disney's still trying to take credit for things and get money for things. They don't want to pay for the things that they... Disney has copyrighted their creative everything that are all based off of old Grimm's fairy tale novels. (laughs) Right. It is the most insane thing I have ever heard, and they're just doing it, and it's fine now. Yeah. 
No, no artists we don't have to pay ever again. But we bought this rights, but we don't have to pay the artists who made the said thing. And that's a whole different conversation. Sorry, I didn't, didn't mean to ramble. Pepper, you have your answer. What's yours? My my answer is I it, Alkali basically took it. Copyright is the <laughs> issue. Copyright ah. copyright cannot. Yeah, right. I, that's not like bad. <laughs> that means yeah, I'm going to think of the same thing. Yeah, copyright being shitty is the only reason this problem exists. The fact like I'm sure if you fucking called Sakurai, the guy who the director of the game, I'm sure if you asked him, he'd be like, yeah, I don't give a fuck. Play my game. I don't care. I don't make any money off it anymore. Like you said. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> you said, you know, it's the fact that within video games, it's 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 a whole extra layer because at least with a song or a movie a little bit, but or an art piece where there's fewer than a hundred creators, people who worked on it, it's like cool. That that kind of makes some sense. But once mm -hmm. you're at the level where of a Disney or a Nintendo, you are now a corporation in America. Corporations are considered people, therefore you can kind of have a lot of the same rights, and you can just hold copyright forever and ever and ever and ever. That's why the Happy Birthday song just recently fell out of copyright after being sued over it yes. for years. <laughs> it yes. took decades and decades, a century of lawsuits to get the fucking Happy Birthday song into public domain which was written in 18 whatever the fuck correct yeah the only solution to this is full copyright revolution and yeah. when it comes to copywriting works that are made by literally hundreds of people such as mainstream video games i think we need you need a whole new set of rules for that <laughs> stuff because like should disney be able to own a character created by walter disney until the end of time. <laughs> no. Disney thinks, Disney thinks so. And we have a mouse. It, it comes down to this. You can see what's going on here by actually using Disney as an example. It is literally the most powerful entertainment business on this planet right now. I am correct. It did basically, it now owns entertainment, right? Yeah, pretty much. Uh, Good. If you don't count Indian and Chinese production companies, there are a couple of them who, if you look ah. at by per capita, they technically have as much-ish power as Disney. I was wondering about that. I've never actually... Thank you. I, that's that's super interesting. Ah, I'm gonna but go there's, a, there's very little audience like crossover. It's not like if an Indian company releases a movie, it's <laughs> going to fuck up the American market or okay. vice versa. Sure. So that's how they kind of exist, coexist, kind of, sort of. That's you basically amazing. have now. Disney and Vivendi <laughs> Universal... Like, Vivendi Universal is less known to the average person, but they're at the top of everything that mm -hmm. isn't Disney. Okay. Well, what it comes down to is, this is one of the biggest companies out there for entertainment, and they exist because they took works that already existed and changed them for the times they were in. They took these grim fairy tales, which, once again, do not forget how yeah. morbid they are, and they hey, turned Alkali. them into... Yes. What legal thing allowed them to take a story and remix it without having to pay anyone? Uh, that would be it falling off of copyright. That'd be, yeah, public domain. Yeah, they took oh, yeah, public correct, domain yes. stories <laughs> and changed them enough to make them somehow no longer public domain. It's as if you guys took your MST3K version exactly. where you fucking make fun of Night of the Living Dead and said, guess what? We own Night of the Living Dead now forever and, and ever, and everyone has to pay us, and no one can ever make another lighting Night of the Living Dead anything. Ha -ha. Do, you, do you remember when the Fine <laughs> Brothers tried to copyright reacting to things on YouTube? Oh, my God. That didn't go over too so, well. And that's my point to all of this. It seems crazy. It's they not. They didn't have the clout. <laughs> nope. As if they right had more now, clout, they could have done it. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that man, isn't that true? If they were Disney, it would have worked. That's the only difference is money. 
Oh no! Just fucking Jiminy Cricket reacting to shit for a time. Jiminy Oh wow! That's a that's a that's a gaping asshole, all right. <laughs> so you know Disney has a vault of basically all the porn of all of its IP is some kind yeah. of weird. We need to know, right? I Imagine if you have the Disney Pornhub. Instead of like the Netflix <laughs> boop noise or something. Oh, give it, it a few just, more years. They'll have it. It'll it'll be a black screen. It'll be whatever they title it. And then it'll just be a soft gorge. And then your porn plays. <laughs> yeah, let me oh, roll this no. out. I want to round this out with one last idea. If Disney Plus oh. included uh, access to all of the Disney porn drawn by official Disney animators, I might pay for it. <laughs> <laughs> That's fair. Fair. Isn't the most notable, the most notable that I grew up with in Furry, and I think Xander and Alkali, you're with me on this, is Doug Winger. Oh, yeah. From the deep, dark recesses of the Disney vault. God, we're getting fucking, we're going to get. Comes Walt's dirty book. (laughs) They always talk about how we froze his head. We don't talk about what we did to his body. Oh, no. I, I just right. heard a knock at my door. I think it's a mouse with a gun. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, fuck oh. the Patriot Act. It's coming oh, back. Wow. But it's but it's Disney now. <laughs> These dumb, dumb hollow points sure are funny. The, the, the Fantasia Act is going to fuck us all. <laughs> all right, I have another segment. We're running out of time, too. We're, running out, we're running out of time here we on are. The, the talk show that is. All right. This is my other segment. <laughs> This is my. It's a new one. This is a new segment, everybody. Uh-oh. Let's do a fucking drum roll for the news. <laughs> Don't. This is called the Mainstream Minute. Ooh. We take one minute each. Is the concept. We take one minute each to give a take on an event that has happened recently in mainstream politics. I'm gonna get out my timer. You you can time along at home if you want, everybody. <laughs> but I'm gonna set. I'm gonna set this timer for one minute. And I'll tell everyone what they're at one minute. So this is the, here's your prompt. All right. It's election news this time, of course. Look at how much of a stink Republicans have made uh, out of nothing in regards to the election. (laughs) Like their candidate lost and look at all of the various legal venues that they have managed to gum up, slow down. The Trump uh, shit was, what was it, the day or the day after, like 48 hours after the election, Trump was in the White House with Obama going over his shit in an election where the guy who got the most votes was a woman named hillary clinton and so like still trump in the white house next day the republicans have done all of this railroad all this just stupid lawsuits one after another because they didn't like the results of the election this is the kind of stuff i wish the democrats would do but like for good things like be this be this obnoxious for good causes like we just saw previously a supreme court seat stolen from president obama he should have been able to fill that one like over a year Completely nonsense, out of decorum. And then we watched them slam a jam through a nominee in like under a month. Like, wasn't it two weeks from like death of Ruth Bader Ginsburg to like boom? We got we got her in there. We got the new appointee. But notice the Democrats did not have ten thousand bullshit lawsuits to slow down the process. They didn't even give a fucking effort. They didn't even try. They just like, ah, okay, we'll vote for him. Well, we won't vote for him, but you have enough votes, so whatever. Okay, we'll just go on with proceedings. Thank you very much. Here's Amy Coney Barrett moving on. All now, right. I've, I've been talking to kind of give you guys time to think here because now you each have one minute, and you don't have any idea who I'm going to first. Oh, 
fuck. Alkali, what's right? <laughs> what's your just reaction? You don't have to have a solution. Just tell me, like, what do you think about that? What do you think about the fact that Democrat Republicans are doing X and, you know. I think that at this point, we need to take power back where it belongs in the first place. The people need to take the power and do this shit until we can get out of this stupid first-past-the-post voting. I have, I know I'm one of those one-issue politics. I want vote reform so bad. It is crazy that we don't have this. This is the only thing that matters so that people's voices are actually heard, so that we can actually get somebody in there to Vote for who we want to, knowing that our vote isn't just going to be thrown away. And that's just at the core. That's what I want this to be used for. If we're going to steamwall, it needs to be the people steamwalling to get vote reform. Alkali says we got to fix the whole voting system to even fucking start thinking about this shit. I, I Zander, really what do you, believe that. It's crazy. Xander, what do uh, you think? It's, it's really, and I hate to be like Mr. Conspiracy tin Tinfoil Hat, they're really just trying to shit on election politics in general and politics and just say, the whole system's a piece of shit. And that's what they're trying to set up, really. They're trying to just make, uh, make you just think of the Democrats as the system and Joe Biden as the system and... Basically, the Republicans are lack thereof, which I can't argue against that, unfortunately. <laughs> which lack of system. It's it's literally just handing over the reins to the corporate America. That's what we've been doing, and what you get with that is 260,000 dead Americans and people who don't want to close anything down because we have a fucking pandemic. That's gonna close down the businesses. So that's what you get with that. So what I'm trying to say is they're trying to up the rage machine for the anti establishmentness and i hate that it works so i guess it's up to us just to point that shit out and say they're, they're just trying to rile you up and this is what they're doing and i that, that's all i got for you great that's one minute and four seconds andrew excellent timing of this right. so you think republicans are just being shitty on purpose to continue to have uh, the american electorate be hopeless about elections dragor how about you uh there are basically three things they want and they, being Republicans and Democrats, they just go about it in different ways. They want money. They want... And money and power are basically the same thing in this context. They want votes. So, like, they are still, for the most part, following vote systems in elections. And then they need your attention. And the attention they value is tied to money. But it's also tied to votes. So look how many times the Democratic Party courts black voters and then the democrats don't do anything to actually help black voters because they got the vote so they don't care anymore <laughs> so the the democrats won't change until either their donors or their votes start genuinely getting in jeopardy the republicans keep doing what they do because their base loves that they do it and if the media were to actually calm out on their bullshit then they already have it in their pocket oh you're persecuting us you're being unfair all right Things will not change until we force them to. I definitely agree on that. So. All right, here's, here's my one minute. I completely agree with everything that everyone said. I want Yay. to like take all of those points and just add in that, yeah, n none of those affect what the Democrats do. 
And yeah, I think those are the motivations of the Republicans. I think they are just trying to create like a sense of general malaise. So then they can go, all right, in 2024, better fucking like look at the Democrats. What have they done for the last four years? And the Democrats will gladly jump up and say, nothing. <laughs> We've done nothing, but we're less racist than the Republicans, probably. So vote for us, you better. Like, I think the Democrats do not fight for good things because they do not want those good things to happen. If they took a stand against any of the nonsense the Republicans do, then they would have to, like, eliminate that type of behavior from their own, like, M.O., the way that Democrats go about things. I think they will will continue to not put up this kind of stink because they actually kind of want a reason that they can't get anything accomplished. Oh, the Supreme Court's fucked up. We can't get anything through. Oh, we lost the Senate. Can't get anything through. Oh, we better vote for us in 2024 because we didn't have the Senate, didn't have the, you know, all these things that aren't yeah. our fault happened. So vote for us again in 2024. I think they are hapless idiots on purpose. So we always will need them to be not the Republicans. <laughs> That's my minute. <laughs> Yay. Oh boy. All right, we're going to we are going to Xander's segment. Oh boy. Xander, it's your turn. Start. I'm ready to the yes. bathroom because I foolishly had three beers over the course uh, of the entire day, which now means I must pee every two fool. seconds. Oh yeah, My no, you're fool. doomed. That jug was full of wine. <laughs> full of wine. <laughs> Nobody okay. gets that one. I do. Xander, anyway. we do. Yeah. All right. So anyway. Uh, I'm going to talk about wrestling unionization because it came out again. Uh, this is my way to turn everything into wrestling. If you don't know me, this happens from time to time. And every once in a while, what happens is in the news, something happens where they piss off the wrestlers enough so that they start to get begin to unionize again. Well, this time, Vince McMahon decided that his wrestlers in WWE cannot perform on Twitch or any other platforms. Isn't that about the right way it works, Dragger? Yeah. Uh, Twitch, Cameo, anything where the wrestlers basically were doing anything that would be any kind of performance that is under the character that WWE owns. Mm -hmm. so, so, like, as I was saying, go so, ahead. Sorry. Yeah, no, no, it's okay. So, so just to bring up to speed, what happened is one of the one of the wrestlers, Selena Vega, was making more money on Twitch than she was as a wrestler, ah. and she had to decide. Well, I like this more. This actually, like, there's no future. There's really not a future. There's not a guaranteed future for wrestlers. Especially. Sure, there's there's comas. Oh my god. <laughs> yeah, exactly. So she's like, I I'm making more money on Twitch, and this is going up, so I can't give this up. And they fucking pander. And after that, they said, I support unionization. So it's an issue again. <laughs> and this is how we get into pissing off the wrestlers enough. It's become an issue again because, of course, she tweets this out. It gets more uh, people are talking about it more. Uh, former Rusev, now Miro, mentioned how he was canned backstage, caught trying to organize. And that's why they canned him. He was caught trying to organize and, and talking about unionization. That's why that was the last straw for them firing him. So one of the reasons I wanted to talk about this is there are no laws in place for people to safely organize. Like, how do we get around this? Is this just something, is this just a not never-ending 
like how are people expected to try to get together and yeah it's one of those american freedom paradoxes isn't it where it's like in america you can do whatever you want it's like i want to make a union it's like you're fired (laughs) and and what happened last time jesse ventura this is crazy i didn't know this when i it's the best thing about jesse yo yeah he tried to get everyone to unionize hulk fucking hogan turned him in and everyone else shocking yeah man he's such a great guy usually hulk hogan is known as being like an excellent nanny (laughs) and 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 so what happened is they canned a bunch of people but he had a sad card and I'm laughing because Hulk Hogan is a famous piece of shit to other wrestlers. Ab- oh, absolutely. <laughs> For many reasons. Racist, et cetera, et cetera. And he He's tried like, to get I, people- won't, I refuse to lose to you at this pay-per-view. Like that kind of petty nonsense. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm not talking like, I'm not talking about how he wouldn't let his daughter date black people. That's his whole other thing. I mean, just to other wrestlers, he was a giant <laughs> dick. <laughs> oh, absolutely. Shit. He's a terrible person. Just look it up. And, and as I was saying, so back to Justin Ventura. He got this idea of unionization from being on Predator, being with other <laughs> actors. No, no, he no kidding. The, he saw SAG, the yes. Screen Actors Holy Guild, and was like, shit. F this. <laughs> and that's where that started, where wrestlers were getting their SAG cards so they could have had health insurance. This is a real thing. Jesse Ventura got awakened to class consciousness by the Predator movie. It's yep. true. <laughs> yeah. So the Predator was capitalism all along. <laughs> So to bring you up to up to speed, this is still being explored. Apparently, it's been said that twenty to twenty five people backstage are interested in w in unionization. They need something like the fifty to sixty to really get. And well, of course, they have people with giant paychecks on top that want to rat everyone out, so that doesn't help. But my whole point about this is that I forgot my point, and that's how that works. I think <laughs> using wrestling, at like I, I'm sure some people listening to this do not care about wrestling. That's of course. fine. We don't. You don't need to care about wrestling to talk about this. It's just the fact that wrestlers are essentially a gig. They're gig economy workers are. who also are on national fucking TV multiple times a week. And that's where we get. That, that's where we get. So it's indie, 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 indie. WWE is a billion dollar company. It is a TV show with actors. And what, what I was trying to get to, and I forgot my point. Zelina Vega is looking into joining BAFTA and joining SAG and being official screen actors. Yeah. Because of, they're on a show on TV weekly. You're a damn actor How, on exactly. a screen. How are you not? <laughs> and I want to I want that to go to court for that because it's hard to argue against that. The fact that they they still labeled as independent contractors. Like your Uber driver and a fucking John Cena are the same category of employee technically. And why is that Griff's Everyone knows it's shit, but the only reason it continues is because the McMahon is in the fucking Trump administration. Like, literally. Literally. Yeah. His family is in, yes. It was his wife? Yes. Yes. Linda. Cynthia McMahon, I think, is yeah, she's like an advisor, like a Trump advisor. So I'm every- going to move to the moon. Everybody <laughs> knows the independent contractor thing is like shit. Everyone's known forever. It's just like. Oh, yeah, it's horse shit. It's nonsense. Everyone knows. Yeah, I, they don't know how to make it acknowledged in court. It's a real so, thing. Uh, so the reason can't... I like I like wrestlers as a comparison because we've also been talking about like furry artists mm-hmm. in a very strange way. Actually, this is even like Zootopia very is like the WWE of the mainstream <laughs> furry <laughs> art. Kind if you're of. a furry artist or a lower card WWE wrestler, you probably have the same amount of power over your job. If yeah. that makes sense, some <laughs> of these low, like jobber dudes or ladies that you see 
in WWE who are nameless, some of them make less than your favorite furry artist probably does on their own. Like if that fifty makes, bucks, if that's yeah, if that's even like fathomable to people. Yeah, people, wrestlers are an, are interesting because they are working class television celebrities. They're television celebrities who make like thirty k a year. Like if you're lower on it <laughs> or less. Yeah, it, it's basically like stand up comedy with more bumps. Really, yeah. it's a, it's the same industry just with more uh, health issues. So the same obstacles <laughs> for unionization to wrestling is kind of the same ones to like like independent artists. Except we don't luckily have so, like a, a Vince McMahon equivalent screaming over our heads. So like, and what that, aspect of this do you want to get into? There's so many. Oh God. <laughs> so, <laughs> One of the ones I wanted to bring up, and this keeps happening with between Disney and then Zootopia, mm-hmm. is as people recognize more and more that furries spend money on things, mm. uh, big companies are trying to get into furries, Absolutely. if you will, because we're we're a microcosm, we're a we're a micro economy, and Pepper, you described it. We're like a, <laughs> we're a social anarchy group. <laughs> Yeah, in a weird right? way, we're well. We are we are an anar. We're organism. We are an. Oh my god! Let me fucking give my voice. Look <laughs> at my lips under my. <laughs> I, thought, I, thought, I, thought, I feel like Joseph Biden. Why? 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 <laughs> wow! Who am I? The president? The president elect over off. here? <laughs> I gotta oh. damn it, fuck up my stutter and choose a different word to go with. Uh, now I forgot what we were talking about. What? <laughs> All right. We are organized in an anarchistic fashion in that there is no top-down president of furry. It is the furries as a group kind of will go, I have an idea. And people will go like, all right, I support that idea. And then the organization <laughs> happens around that. It's not as much like, do this or you're homeless or like, do this because I have power over you. It's just people just do things that they think would be a good idea. Yep. And that is possible because of what I was talking about before. How there's a shit ton of just kind of wealthy single people in furry who so can afford to do what, that. Here's the thing what, that... Go ahead, Drager. Well, so the reason I brought that up is it is... All right, so the the term furry essentially is never going to be able to be trademarked or copywritten because everyone can just point to prior art. Mm. Uh, the oldest term that I'm aware of as far as furry and conventions, MFF, Midwest Fur Fest, trademarked Fur Fest in like 1999 or 2000 and have renewed Correct. it ever since. Correct. So Disney is, <laughs> forgive, I'm going to go with this term on purpose just because it amuses me. Disney and Zootopia are going to go, hey, what's your Zoosona? Not knowing why that's bad. (laughs) And they're going to trademark that, and then there's going to be all these costumes, and it's like, here's your zebra Zoosona in Walmart and all these outlet stores. They're going to, some company is going to try to co-opt it with the existing legal structure and change the social opinion away from the social anarchy of furries. The Walmart heads, remember those from like three years ago? Absolutely. Yeah, that was kind of a mini attempt. This is why my opinion on various like furry outward sexuality has changed. Because when I was a little younger and like newer in the fandom, I'm like, man, we need to like present ourselves as respectable so we get treated less like weirdo psychopaths and more like normal parts. Mm-hmm. And now that I understand uh, how like corporations and 
corporate acquisitions work. I'm like, <laughs> please crank out the weirdest, most fucked up porn you possibly can to keep Disney from fucking buying us. <laughs> so this will be exactly what you're talking about. We uh, all love anal vore now because we need to keep... <laughs> Fucking Amazon Prime from becoming Amazon furries or whatever the shit. But munching for socialism. I get it. I love it. When First Squared first started years ago, uh, the uh, Chamber of Commerce for Brookfield, Wisconsin, barely approached me. <laughs> we're, we're talking about an email was the only interaction we had before I had a check from them. And that is 100% because in certain communities, the furry fandom is very well known. And one of those communities is the, the public organizations, basically small governments and hotel chains. You have no idea the amount of weight and respect that throwing a furry convention actually mm. takes place because they see our growth numbers too. 30%. Furry conventions grew on average of 30% across the board for about four or five years in a row. And this was recently. <laughs> that is one of the things that started this. I'm telling you right now, we had one email with the Chamber of Commerce in Brooklyn, and I had a check from the state hmm. to help our convention. Brookfield, they know who not we Brooklyn, are. New York. Brookfield, <laughs> sorry, Brookfield, Wisconsin. Yes. <laughs> Just and in I've, case someone listening is like, Brooklyn, what? No. <laughs> what? That, but that what? goes to show you what is happening right now as far as turning furry into something that is going to be beneficial to corporate America. But even then, notice, uh, Alkali, you did not say that what they talked about was they had a 30% increase in Christian values. <laughs> <laughs> it was ma -ma 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 money. It was dollars and cents. That's exactly. all they care about. Mm -hmm. We could be a, just a dick chopping off convention. If we got 30% growth, holy <laughs> fuck, they will open the doors. Absolutely. And that you're right. I can prove to you right now why it is all about money. The city of Do Brookfield it. wanted Fur Squared, the <laughs> furries, to be the very first group to use their new convention center. Good. They wanted us to do it because our date was close enough. They were begging us to change dates just to be the first ones to use it. Why? <laughs> because when we descend on a town, our, our our disposable income is spent there. It is insane what furry brings to a community when they start a convention. And you just weigh mm. that against the damage we cause, and it's relatively light compared to almost any other so type of So light, dude. dude. We are good. Like, we fucked up one hot tub. We fucked up on hot tub, and everyone's like, oh my god, furries are fucking... I'm like, guys, go to a police convention. Dragger, you know these numbers, too. Go. They barely I break do. even. Relax, okay. Norries, it's just come. <laughs> uh, I was... So one of the bigger anime cons, Asen, is at the same hotel that MFF is at, and I was talking to one of the, like, the overnight managers... There, so I'm in my full spandex costume because they wanted a picture and everything. And I lean in and I go, So, how's this compared to ASEN? And the look of just fucking horror on <laughs> this person's face when they suddenly had a flashback to, Oh my god, 16 year olds on their own for the first time. We'll take the furries <laughs> any day. <laughs> there is a convention that is not furry, it will remain nameless. Uh oh. 
They had in their contract, I actually got to see this contract. It was insane. It was one of the most lopsided contracts, but basically this is a community that was able to throw a lot of money at a problem. And that problem is they did not want anyone who worked for the hotel to enter the lower level of the hotel without an escort. Hmm? Oh, I know this one. Yep. There was a incident where a light fixture needed to be replaced, like entirely replaced. This is not something that could wait. These people had to tear down a room that was covered in cellophane. Oh, Jesus. That is the level that these hotels have to deal with. Trust me when I tell you furry is fine. <laughs> well, we well, don't want to okay. be on the other end where we like stop having people be so cautious and then suddenly it devolves. But I've also seen furries and I'm like, if I watched you rage as you, the, the hypothetical randos I see at cons, if I watched like the four of you rage as hard as you possibly can, you would all start playing raid shadow legends. And that's about <laughs> it. Yeah, <laughs> that sounds about right. <laughs> An hour later, it'd be like, ah, it's cool, man. <laughs> so you're like, <laughs> I'm going to do my last minute first this time because I haven't, I don't think I did that at the last bubble. Let me set up my timer here because I am official and real with my, min- <laughs> with my minutes. Mm-hmm. All right, it's my last minute. Uh, thank you very much to Alkali for hanging out today. Uh, same thing with Xander and Dragor. Uh, doing this podcast has been w- what I hoped it would be, which is like a place to dump the thoughts that I don't want to just dump on Twitter where I have more <laughs> than 100 and whatever characters to deal with. Uh, I think that like unionization is definitely a good thing, and I think the system is 100% against it ever happening. So like, <laughs> I see unionization as like, yeah, that would be a great solution to many problems. But I also see the problems that... Uh, present uh, that that present themselves to us and the roadblocks to unionization being their own reason that ah sorry we can't actually unionize we need to go even past that and dismantle the whole system (laughs) (laughs) i think that's more realistic of an option and it almost seems like they hang they dangle unionization in front of us to keep us from doing something more extreme that's my minute xander what is your final minute Wait, didn't I have a minute? Oh, I thought I already you had, had a, a minute. You had a minute and some other shit that takes a minute. This is oh, last geez. minute. Everything's this is like the a wrap minute. up. Oh, yeah, we're, yeah, we're up at the now. end. Wrestling is happening, I'm baby. I'm passing the hot potato, baby. Right. <laughs> Who, Dragor? What's your minute? Uh, the the topic that I read that I'm gonna riff on: poor people deserve to be taken care of. Do racist? Yes. <laughs> That's one of my prompts. I Keep literally going. said that. Keep going. I said, I do it. This is editing. I'm going to edit out the part where we talked about it, and I was going to leave in that quip, but now we're all fucked. The Matrix <laughs> is falling apart before our eyes. <laughs> I didn't know it was going to be a bit. I'm sorry, man. Oh, no bits, only truth. <laughs> only truth. <laughs> all right, that's your minute. Moving on. <laughs> yeah. I got my minute if you want it. <laughs> yeah, I'm done. Okay, oh, well, okay, fine, whatever. She. <laughs> uh, I'll do it. Yep. Xander, you go. All right. So, about a week ago, the entire right flipped the fuck out because Harry, Star- Harry Styles wore a dress. And yeah, it's fucking funny when the right fucking flips out. But it's just so fucking predictable. It's getting exhausting, honestly, because it's just like they know they've lost the election, so they're just hyping the next culture war and this was their ben shapiro getting mad at someone wearing a dress on a vanity fair cover i it's hard for me to make that jump like why am i supposed why are 
housewives supposed to care? It's because they don't want their kids to dress up. To, they don't want their kids to dress up in dresses. That's what they are trying to say. But oh my god, I just it, it's just it's just an outrage machine that they're trying to rev up because they know they lost, and that's what that is. And they don't care. And, and, and but when you really boil it down, oh boy, I went past a minute, didn't I? That's it. <laughs> that's my favorite technique. Yeah, that's the Joe Biden technique. Ah, I'm out of time. <laughs> Loved it when he I'm out of time. <laughs> I'm out of and time. also need ADD medication, so you know. Oh, damn, the similarities are building. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Alkali, what's your minute? You surprise, you have a minute. We didn't tell you about this. You did not, but I've been thinking about it, and I think the one I want to talk about for less than a minute would be uh local ne- news needs to be funded by federal government. It is absolutely crazy that local news has taken the hit that it has, uh, and it absolutely was going to do that because you have large corporations who can buy entire channels on TV and tell them what kind of news segments they have to put on. That is crazy talk. Local news is an important part of small community, and it is something that should be funded by big government. They can do what they want, but they need the help. That's mine. Everybody give a real-life actual applause to Alkali. Thank you for being on the Aw, thank you. Thank you for inviting me. This was a blast. It's great. It'll sound like the old Howard Stern show with, like, four people clapping. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> all right, is that, is that all of our minutes? I will, I will actually do my last minute. All right, all right Jagger, hit it. Okay, last minute, take two. Uh, I'm very much on Twitter. I wave the banner of ACAB1312. Uh, the best police reform is all of them retiring immediately. Uh, <laughs> and I believe the same thing. It basically is true of every Republican and, uh, I'd, let's go with half the Democrats. Uh, they have betrayed the core of public service. That's what public office is serving us, the common people. So I want them out of those jobs and out of that kind of responsibility, basically forever and permanently. I don't want them on the streets. I don't want their families to starve. But, like, I, I want everyone to be able to live. I just don't want the people who are shitty when given power to keep the fucking power. I want them gone. Mm. But I'm not here saying, like, oh, kill everyone now. I'm not going to be divine. <laughs> kill everyone now. now. Advocate first-degree murder. Eat <laughs> shit. <laughs> <laughs> Greatest line in film history. Could you give us some of your political beliefs? Kill everyone now. Condone first-degree murder. Advocate cannibalism. Eat shit. Filth are my politics. Filth is my life. Take whatever you like. All right, one of our original things when we went by a different name was a John Waters header, so I felt it my obligation to bring that up. Wonderful. <laughs> Love it. That's my minute. <laughs> Filth are my politics, and the proletariat will overthrow the bourgeoisie. Good night, everyone. This has been Last Minute Politics. We'll see you soon. Give us some money on PayPal. Bye. Thanks so much. Night. Yay. Yay. <laughs>